So good evening, everybody. Uh, welcome to this edition of the Fantasy Book Club, brought to you by AccessibleWorld.org and yours truly, Julia, and of course the other wonderful members who make up the group. Um, oh dear, I was so busy trying to figure out where my Zoom email was and connecting and waiting that I totally forgot to look up my book. I guess I'll do the other one instead. That's what backups are for. Um, but the second book I read was um, The Farthest Shore by Ursula K. Le Guin, and it's part of the Earthsea series of books. Um, I like the first one the best, Wizard of Earthsea, but this one was pretty good. It was about... Um, you know, a wizard mage named Jed, and in this book, he's the archmage of Roke, I believe. It's an island where there's a wizarding school, um, and him and the prince Aaron of oh, these fantasy names are so hard to pronounce. I think he says Imlad or something, but um, they go on this adventure to figure out why magic is dying. Um, and it's the third book in the series, and um, the first book is all about how. Well, okay, I'm not really sticking to one book, but um, it's about how Jed gets his powers and stuff, and it's really cool. Um, he goes to this, it's kind of like Harry Potter. He goes to school and, you know, all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I realized that was kind of a rambling summary, but have any of you read the Earthsea books? Um, I've read the first three. This is Joshua. I've I've read the first three books a while ago, and I do got to say though th- that that is a really that is a really good series. There's three more after the first three, but I haven't read I, I haven't read those yet. But the first three they were great. Oh, that's funny because I oh, yeah. really thought the second one was terrible. <laughs> mm, well, the, I have the fir- the second one is the second one. You're right is weird. Uh, it's it's not it's not like the first and the third one at all. It's you are right there. I think it's it's it's, it's definitely not as good as the other the one and three. You're yeah. right about that. Yeah, because the second one, I it's thought it was going to go in a different direction, and it just kind of fizzled out. And I'm baffled as to why anybody would honor it with a Newbery Award. But anyway, yeah. I've read it too, or I have read the first three also, and, but it's been so long I don't remember much about them. I love Ursula Le Guin, um, but as far as that being one of her more memorable sets of books, I don't think it was for me. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely like the first one the best so far. I don't know that I would go as far as my friend and read it multiple times, but it was definitely no. a good first no. read. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is Joshua. If anyone's into Ursula K. Le Guin, there, there's a, re- a book recently just came on Bard. I think it's like, what is it, like 30, over 30 hours long. It's a big collection of uh, nothing but short stories that, that she wrote. I think it's called Lost and Found. Or something, or something like yeah. that. That I'd, I'd, rec- I'd recommend uh, che- uh, che- checking that out if uh, if you like Ursula K. Le Guin. It's it's on 
if you look it up, look her up on Bard, you you should find it if if you haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> okay, I saw that. Um, I saw that in a list on the science fiction book club. There's a person that posts um, everything that comes out that's marked as science fiction, and that was in that 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 posted it there. So I put it on my wish list. I'm not crazy about short stories, but I would make an exception for her. I really admire her writing so much. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Oddly, though, I really like her science fiction better than I like her fantasy, I think. Hmm. I might have to try something. I know this isn't a sci-fi group. Oh, um... There's a couple that I think are outstanding. One is This Possessed, and the other is The Left Hand of Darkness. They're both just extraordinarily good. That's the one I've heard of. I've heard of The Left Hand of Darkness. I've not read it yet, but I have, I have, I've definitely heard of that. Uh, I've definitely heard of that title. That does sound like a really good book from all that I've heard about it. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's about this place where everybody is both sexes. Huh. And... Oh, yeah, I yeah. saw it, I think, on Bard. And it's, it's just, I thought it was fascinating and um, just a really good story, too. Yeah, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Got excited. No. So who wants to go next? This is Joshua Julia, guys. Is it okay if I go next? Yep. Okay, I, I've not been reading too much fantasy lately, but um, one book I have, I'm, I'm, I've, I don't know if I, I guess I'll finish it because I am curious to see to see how it ends up. Uh, uh, it's definitely different. Um, uh, you say about a year. You say about a year ago, about a year ago, last December, I I I, I read for the first time. Warbreaker by Brandon Sanderson and absolutely loved it. That book, that's an that's a awesome fantasy book. If you have not read Warbreaker by Brandon Sanderson, I highly recommend it. It's 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 it's, it's, very, it's very very good. Um, but uh, his first book that Brandon Sanderson wrote this fantasy was was called it was called Elantris, and I'm not sure if I like Elantris. As well, not that I don't think it's a greatly written book. I think it is. It's 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 got a it's got a very it's got a very it's very good it's got a very good world. There's um there's a lot of political intrigue in there, and you have you have different you have different religions actually kind of kind of um kind of fighting each other. You know, seeing which which religion is the best, which could which could bring about some wars and things. Um, one thing I think is neat about Brandon Sanderson in this fantasy, especially, is that you don't you don't usually you don't usually um, hear at least in a lot of the fantasy books that I've read or heard about you don't usually hear about different reli- about different religions being in them, uh, you know. Uh, but but in, in Brandon Sanderson books you do, um, I think, and and um, Elantris. Um, it's not that I don't like it, but the pro- Elantris is what it's about is. Um, this this kingdom I forget the name I forget the name of the uh, kingdom these names are always very hard to pronounce um, the kingdom is uh, there um, just outside the palace of where this where this royal family lives there's a city 
called Elantris, and it's abandoned because ten, year, ten years before the story starts, um, Elantris was a uh, was a great city. Um, stones were glowing, and the people there, the, 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 the Elantrians, they were not immortal, but they almost were. Um, uh, they could they could heal people if they needed it. They they could perform magic by waving their hands. They they, they could light. They could they the city had its own had its own uh, internal light source. They didn't need lamps or anything like that. But then all of a sudden, everything in the city just kind of for no reason just kind of died. Um, the people the Elantrians they painfully died. Um, and and um, how he became an Elantrian before 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 the uh, the city had its problems was it was called the Sheod. It was called the Sheod where where you, you you could sleep, and if the Sheod hit you 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 could you, you would you would basically become you could become an Elantrian. But but not but not and and when and, and when the and when the uh, Elantrian city kind of stopped, they called that the Riod. Was the name of that, but the Sheod, which which would turn you into an Elantrian, still happened, even though Elantris was uh, you know had been deserted and kind of had kind of died. And instead of the Sheod making turning you into an Elantrian, where you had all these powers, you were you know really cool. The Sheod basically would um, uh, would you you would still be alive, but you would basically you would be dead. So the whole point of the book is to determine why, why, what happened to Elantris, why did it, um, you know, what, what made it, you know, kind of die, basically, and is there any way to help the Elantrians? And um, there's, a, there's a princess named Sereni in the book. She's a, she's a very good character that I like. But uh, the, my problem with the book is there's so much political intrigue and back and forth between between um, uh, these different priests and things like that, it makes it kind of hard to. Um, for me, it makes it hard to enjoy the book. But the, the writing in the book, though, is really, really good. The guys, are, I think Brandon Sanderson is a great writer. So that's my kind of recommendation. Kind of not um, is Elantris by Brandon Sanderson. I'm listening to the graphic audio version of the book, but but the uh, but the audio version is available on Bard or Audible or Bookshare. Just to let you guys know, so that's that's my sort of recommendation. Yeah, that was a wonderful book on graphic audio. I might just yes go back and reread it. I mean, I just loved it from start to finish. So, but then I couldn't get into any other of his books that were just regular, regularly narrated. So I don't know. Well, the thing, well, the, well, the thing is, once you hear, once you hear a story done in graphic audio, it's very hard to go to the back to the audio version. It really is. I mean, graphic audio; th- th- those guys are amazing. All, all that they do, and plus that, since quite a few of the some of the actors and actresses used to be, some still are, and some were NLS narrators. I think that makes it even better. Yeah. Can you guys are different from regular audiobooks. Okay, okay, Debbie. Graphic Audio is a company. Uh, th- th- I believe they're located in Bethesda, Maryland, right, in, right by Washington. Graphic Audio. Um, what they what they do is they, they there's a bunch of there's a bunch of actors and actresses who have 
performed in in plays and you know on different you know and uh, you know some of them even on television I think um, and some of them have read like I said before I've read for NLS and some still do I believe what they do is they 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 use sound effects uh, they use sound effects music and narration to to turn a, a, a regular audiobook into a fully dramatized book and they're they're really awesome and the thing I like about graphic audio so much is they do their they do their very best to to lose as little of the actual printed text of the audiobook as they possibly can for example Elantris that I'm that I'm almost finished with that book is something like 21 22 hours long and and the um and the graphic audio version is 3 Six to seven hour long parts is how big that book is, which you don't see that with a lot of other companies that do audio dramas. They will highly abridge a book, you know, to like four, 22 hours down to maybe four or five, six hours at the most. And graphic audio, they don't do that, uh, uh, which is really cool. And uh, if you want to check them out, the website is www.graphicaudio.net. Okay, so it's pretty much straightforward. Get to. I may yes. see what I can find. Are, do, this, do you have to pay for them like you do, like for uh, yes. uh, Audible books? Yes, you do. They cost about okay. nineteen dollars a book. Hello. Okay. Hey, 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 Anne. Glad to be here. Oh, I tell you, such a trouble I had. I could not find the proper link. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was having, and then I couldn't remember my password. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be late. Well, that's okay. I, I called Bob, and Bob was like, Ann should have started it. And I was like, well, I, I don't know how the system works. Maybe that's not how the system works. No, it's the way the system works, but Ann wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Uh, it, it's not that I, I, um, well, anyway, I, uh, anyway, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) So what book did you read this month? Well, as is, uh, 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 was the previous person done? I guess so. I think so. We were just, we were, Josh was describing. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I hate to be boring, but uh, I spent part of the past month reading David Eddings uh, because, well, I, I make no excuses. I was recovering from surgery and I wanted something that I already knew. I didn't want anything new that I had to think about. So I read The Malorian, uh, which is a series uh, by David Eddings, and it uh, has uh, five books, and I love David Eddings because he's, you know, sword and sorcery, the classic sword and sorcery. I mean, there's... Uh, there's magic, there's, uh, you know, there's clerics, there's, you know, the whole classic stuff. 
and I just enjoy his characters. I really, really do. So um, that's what I've been reading. Cool. Yeah, that reminds me. I should probably, I don't know. I got, I think I got all the way through the Bulgariad, and then I started the Malorian, and I don't, I don't know. I just lost interest in all the characters, and that was kind of the end. But the series that I really liked was, what was that other one? Gosh, the one with the, the beautiful blue stone thing. Oh, the blue rose? Yeah, the Elanium? Yeah, the Sapphire Rose. Yeah, the Elanium series. Yeah, there's, yeah. yeah that's... Yeah. Yeah, that, that's supposed to be a really good series, too. The, the it is. Series. It is. It's very good. Um, but I read that one. Uh, I read the Malorian because I knew it better. And I just wanted something that I could read and, and uh, you know, not worry about. So who started the meeting? Um, I called Bob, and Bob had to go and start it because, you know, I'm not the host. <laughs> ah ha. Well, I will have to explain to Bob tomorrow in in email, but uh, I just got in from a church thing. Balance. You know, at, at something like eight thirty. So, anyway, who's next? I can go next. This is Deb. Go ahead. Oh, this is for voting. Voting? I'm not sure. I. Oh. Somebody's got background noise. Yeah, I think that's probably Bob because he started the meeting and went off to do other stuff that he was supposed to be doing. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so go ahead, Deb. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, the book that I'm reading right now, I actually just finished this afternoon. It's called Fair Game, and it's by Patricia Biggs. And I think maybe the last time that we did this, I was raving about the first book in this series. Um, it's, or my, my, I know I mentioned it, um, but this is the second book. And unfortunately, when I went to Bard a few minutes ago, I couldn't get the website up. So I don't remember the name of the first book. But this is just extraordinary. And every time I read, one of her books I'm just struck by how good an author she is um, this is this is about werewolves again I think um, and so this particular series is about this guy who's kind of like the enforcer for all the werewolves in America and the woman that he loves who is also a werewolf and it's they go and do things to kick butt and take names. And that's essentially what this is about is a situation where they go to try to help find um, a serial killer who has come to find out been attacking um, regular human beings and people who are fae and people who are werewolves. And it's just... I don't even like books like that necessarily, but for some reason, her writing about it is just phenomenal to me. So that's it. Um, I will say one other thing, and that is that there is a new third book of three books in that the Chronicles of St. Mary series, which 
if you love things that are a little bit raw and funny, that's a great series. So that's all I've got to say. Ouch. Okay. Um, I don't like books like that either, but I think I think she wrote another series about werewolves. Unless I'm getting her mixed up with someone else, but yeah, you're, there's another one called Mer- that's actually about this. It's like there's a sort of if you could say that there's a world, then the people in this set of books is the same as a set of books that is called the Mercy Somebody or Other series, and I can't remember what it is. But anyway, they're about a woman who is a were coyote, and those are good, too. I love, I absolutely love those, and if you decide you want to do this, I suggest you read those before you read this series that I'm talking about now. Um, it's I, I just absolutely love her writing. No, I remember that. I read, what was it, like the first two or three, and then the third one was called The Walking Dead, and I was all turned off by the thought of reading about zombies, so I never finished. I must have read the first Oh, it wasn't about, it, that's, I don't think that's the same, because there's not anything about zombies. Is this oh, the this. one about the, um, the, the uh, Native American girl who is, is the... Uh, Aware of uh, something or other? Is this? Yeah. The it is? Yeah. Where? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Because right. yeah. I read one of those and I yeah. enjoyed it. Um, how many are there in the series? I think like 10 or 12. There's like 10 or 12. Really? Yeah, in the Mercy Thompson. Yeah, there's a lot in that, oh. Mercy, in that Mercy Thompson series. At least, at least 10, at least. She just wrote a new one like. Like uh, this, I think this year, I think. Oh my gosh! I thought oh, she's writing that. that. I missed that. No, okay. no, no, no. Nope. There's a lot of them. Mercy yeah, Thompson, like you say? Yeah, yeah. The Mercy Thompson, <laughs> Mercy Thompson, Mercy Thompson, Patricia, uh, the Patricia Briggs is the author of that okay. series. Yeah, they, they're just. They're. She's just an extraordinary writer. I just always amazed at how I can get absorbed in these books and yet that's not particularly an exciting idea to me so um, I highly recommend them I was so it was like I didn't I had forgotten that I even had it on my wish list and I had loaded it onto my phone, and <clears throat> I was thinking, okay, what is this? And I started reading it, and I realized it was the second in this in this sort of sub-series that I'm reading right now. And it was like, holy cow, this is like Christmas <laughs> in <laughs> October. <laughs> so I, that, I was really thrilled. Speaking of lost series, does anybody remember? Well, you know, I don't think we've ever talked about this, but it was kind of a series that reminded me of the one that one 
only because I don't read books about vampires. And there was a vampire uh-huh. in it, and I think it was Margo. It was like Hand of Flame or something like that was the first one. And it was a trilogy. Doesn't sound familiar. It was urban fantasy. And there was a gargoyle in it. And uh, that sounds familiar. Okay, well, that does not sound familiar at all. I throw it out there anyway because I want to reread it and I don't remember enough of it to be helpful. Isn't that frustrating when you do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got so intense, I never read book three. Oh, dear. I think Marshall. Oh, I, guess I guess it's my turn. Yes, go ahead. I have not read much fantasy. Um, I got hooked on a mystery series that I've been focusing on. But I read a book called Lake Silence by Ann Bishop. And I started off thinking that it it's an all, I guess you'd call it an alternate reality, although it is fantasy. And I thought it started out in Michigan or Wisconsin or Minnesota because they talked about the Finger Lakes. And I've, for some reason, I've associated the Finger Lake, Lake Lakes with one of those states. Mm-mm. The Finger Lakes are in New York. Well. They are definitely in New York. They're just east of me. Well. I'm a dumb Utah, so I don't know. I barely know the geography of the United <laughs> well, hey, States. Well, my, hey, my geography of Utah is really pretty poor. I mean, I know it exists, and I know it's it's in the mountains, and that's about all I know about Utah. So, you know, we're, we're, we're you know, we're okay. <laughs> but the Finger Lakes are in New York State. Well, this doesn't sound like it's New York State. This sounds like it's further west in one of the states I mentioned. There were, it's divided up into sections told by uh, characters in the book. There's a woman uh, whose name, actually I've forgotten all of the names of the characters. A woman who owns a dude ranch and they find a dead body on her ranch and then it gets interesting because it turns out that the crows are like guards so the crow the crow one of the crows changes into a human person actually the crow brings an eyeball in to warm up in the woman's microwave Oh God! Oh, that's, that's, that's disgusting. <laughs> that that is disgusting. That's nasty. Hey, birds, birds eat eyeballs. Yeah. But that's uh, <laughs> anyway, and then Gross. then it turns into a 
the next character is a highway patrolman that gets assigned to the police station in this town because the head of the highway patrol doesn't trust the people that were set to investigate it. It turns out that something has happened and all and there's been this uprising by alternate life forms and I think it turns out to be native spirits because they talk about elementals and you know the lady of the lake and bears that turn into people and vice versa uh, it's almost a fan fantasy police procedural but I didn't particularly enjoy it I got hooked on it but as a lot with a lot of books they made it too long there was a big section in the middle that i just fast forwarded through um but anyway it turns out that this res resort is an area where the spirit people like the bears and the were bears and the were cougars and learn and the were crows learn how to be human and they get really upset because the woman's ex-husband along with some other people want to take it over and turn it into a modern you know resort and all of the bad guys get killed <laughs> That isn't a very good description. As you know, the first part and the last part were good. The middle part was awful. I don't really recommend it. Um, it also has vampires in it. Um, so I don't know it. There was a you know they had a lot of these were spirits or werewolves and. They didn't have werewolves. They had were creatures and some other creatures like a fire elemental and a weather elemental and other things. But I don't really recommend it. I didn't particularly enjoy it. I finished it, but that was mostly because I got fast forwarded through the middle part and then got interested in the end. Is that a standalone book or a series? It is a standalone. Well, I think it's a standalone book. Because some of that sounds really familiar to me, but it's it is kind of an alternate world, but it is set in something similar to America. Yeah. Well, I um, thought it was America. Well, and it, there are kind of these enclaves where these. Um, non-human people quote people live and then the rest of them of the world is populated by human beings and it's told from the point of view of all of the all of these alternate people and I thought that was a, that was a good series but now maybe that's not what you're talking about but there were like vampires and different kinds of were people, and then the crows were like 
sort of, like you said, kind of the guards and the watch watch people. Well, and I didn't look to see if they had their own enclave. Is that is that the same thing? I, I got the feeling like that the alien or that the spirit people had taken over more of the world, and that there was the human beings that were in enclaves. But well, I just, maybe that's that, that's probably not the same thing, but it still sounds very familiar. No. Anyway, I've been too busy reading this mystery series, which I find much more interesting. <laughs> Unfortunately, I just downloaded the last book, and we'll have it finished by Saturday. Oh, dear. Okay, what mystery series? <laughs> I'll talk about it in the mystery book series, but... Just tell me the name. <laughs> The series is Bruno, Chief of Police. That's the name of the first book. Oh, yes. Oh, and right. the title of the series, and it takes place in France. Oh. And uh, so there's a lot of cooking and some a lot of French organizations that are named. And But I find them quite readable. They're kind of, they always have a twist in them. Um, and I'd almost say it's more mystery suspense. Um, so, but there, I find them very good books. At least they're worth listening to. Um, are they originally English or are they translated from French? I think they're in English because the author's name is Martin Walker. Okay. Um, yeah, I would but it's just interesting to hear the way the French things work. Like they have, this guy is a police in a small, police chief in a small town. He's the only police uh -huh. person in this town. But then there are the gendarmes, which are apparently a paramilitary organization. Then there's the national police, which is another detective organization. And somehow they bring in spies and intelligence, so. But, you know, they take, some of the adventures are in caves. Ooh, that sounds um, they, It's in the area where they have all of the cave paintings. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. I've heard of that. Or right. some of them. Something or other hills, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, um... One of them is about those. I highly recommend reading the series in order. <laughs> What's the name because of that series again? Bruno, Chief of Police. It's on Bard. Gotcha. I've heard of that series before. I haven't read uh, it. Well, why didn't you tell me about it? <laughs> well, I, I, well, I mean, I, I heard the name, but I didn't, I didn't know anything about it. But I, I, I've, I've seen uh, I've seen it when books in that series have come up on Bard before. But I just I never really checked that series out. But well, it's it's not quite cozy mysteries. Uh, but you know, you get to know that there are a lot of characters that are repeated from book to book. Oh yeah. Uh, so I enjoyed it, and I shouldn't be talking about it, but. 
I apologize for getting you off on it, but I just wanted to know well, about the the name. I recommended it to my sister um, because, like me, she's getting tired of the modern mystery books that have torture and describe the conditions in, you know, crime scenes in infinite detail. Um, anyway, we can't be the all I've read. Yeah, we can't be the only people who are getting sick of, you know, I mean, I'm not a mystery person, but if I was, I'd be getting sick of it. And we're all sick of, like, we're all looking for new books to read every single month because there doesn't seem to ever be any good fantasy. I wonder if anyone's going to change that. Any author, I mean. Well, uh, you you write stuff, Julia. <laughs> Should have known not to say that around you. Uh, well, I mean, I write stuff, too. So I could very well, you know. But uh, anyway, uh, just to put in a plug, and uh, Bob can delete this from the recording if he wants to, but uh, the mystery book for this month, apparently we did eight months ago, and I didn't saw <laughs> that on your nose. <laughs> That's funny. Eight months ago, we did. <laughs> yeah, right. And so what, what I've decided to do is... Um, <laughs> We can talk about that particular book, and also we can talk about anything else anybody's read that's been really good. So I solved the problem. Great. But, uh, yeah, um, I've been a little bit scattered because, well, you know. That's understandable, Ann. Yeah. Well, Anything. Surgery will do that to you. Oh, yeah. yeah, it will. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've I've been mostly sleeping and eating. Yeah. Nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Nothing <laughs> wrong with sleeping and eating. Well, <laughs> no, but but if you if you've got responsibilities and stuff like that, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. Right. Yeah, I can see that. So anyway. Well, I don't know. I think I'm going to do what you did, Anne, and read. I read one of the David Eddings series, and I think I'll go back and read the other one. Well, there you go. Um, after I finish the last book in this mystery series, unless I see something else come up. And I've already finished the last uh, Honor Harrington book, which may or may not be the last Donner Harrington book. Those well, I, I went looking for it on Audible, and I discovered it was $39, so I'm... Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> I'm waiting. You just got to get a credit for it, that's all. Yeah, I know. You can you sign up for the two, the platinum plan. Yeah. Two well, credits a month, 22 bucks. I'll, I've got to figure out how to delete it, and I will see if I can give it to you as a gift, Dan. Um, well, don't worry about it, Marshall. Um, you know, I'll, I'll wait around. I did check with my library this morning and they said, well, it's not in process yet, but since they have all the other ones, it'll probably get there at some time. And I went looking for it on Bain books and I couldn't find it there. So, yeah, anyway. 
Oh, that's well, how guys. you pronounce that. I thought it was pronounced bean. Bang, yeah. Bean. Uh, yeah. I thought it was bean library well, or whatever. Yeah, you know, because it's B-A-E-N, bean. Oh. Bean books. Oh. Okay, well, that's right. It's not bean books. screen reader's pronunciations, of course, is going to screw it up. <laughs> B-E-A-N. <laughs> I know, right? B-A-E-N. Yeah, but then I don't speak German, so I may be totally Uh, wrong in my pronunciation. So, no, that sounds more German than bean. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) because that just just sounds dumb. I'm gonna look at bean. Uh, Yellow snap. uh, (laughs) Yeah, 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 green. You know, only green beans I know. Only beans I know. Green beans. I'm going to download a bean, bean book from the Lima Bean series. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Well, well I'm it, all, it go also, con- it also gotta- confuses me because open or not, is it open book or no, it's Bookshare. Open library. Bookshare. No, it's Bookshare. And I don't know, I thought it, I don't know if it has something to do with Bain books. Because I I've think heard there that, are Bain books on Bookshare, yes. But I heard something that sounded very much like Bean in the books they produce, you know, they get as well. Well, they get books from Bain. You know. But I thought they donated, you know, donated some immense amount of money or... I thought so, too. I don't know. But anyway, I'm off. I'm I'm leaving. Okay. Uh, On a jet plane? I've, I've got oh, yeah. an early doctor's appointment, so I've got to run. Okay. Well, hope all goes well. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. Best of luck to you. Yeah. All right. Take care. Take okay, care. Bye, thanks. everybody. Bye. Bye. I hope I won't. Uh, well, if I discover that I that I'm going to uh, by leaving, that I'm going to uh, shut off the whole meeting, I won't come back till you guys are done talking. But I, I'm before you signed on, and Bob said it would run until we all signed off. Oh, okay. Uh, right. There we go. Caveat emptor. Right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This, uh, are we able to talk about other books? Are, are we able to talk about more books than just one, Julia, like we usually do? Or Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I've got, I've got an, I guess, a plug, whatever you want, a, a couple of uh, quick uh, comments about stuff I've been reading. For some reason, I don't know why, but I've been reading a whole bunch lately. I've got a... I've got a huge collection of this thanks to different friends and FTP servers that I got it from. But I've got a collection of 630 um, complete Harry Potter fanfics. And when it comes to Harry Potter fan Harry Potter fan fiction is some some of it some of it I some of it I think some of it I think is very very good. Some of it isn't good, but it's just I like Harry Potter fan fiction because because you never know. What situations the characters will be in from what we're used to. Now, there's certain pairings I will not read. I'm not going to read. I'm not going. I'm not going to read any stuff between Harry and Draco. I am not. I am not. I am not. I am not. I am not, I am not I, well, like I said, I, I am not going to read. I'm not. I'm very careful on what Snape slash Hermione pairings I will read. I will not read any. <laughs> yes, I will. Yeah, I will. I will not read any. Any. Um, any Hermione slash Draco or Ginny slash Draco 
fanfics. Um, <laughs> That's gross. Uh, yeah, but but uh, some of it I think is actually very. Some of it I think is better written than others. Some is. Um, I usually I usually pick the longer the longer novel length ones because those I think are some of the be- some of the better written ones and some of the like really really short ones. So there's uh, there's definitely uh, uh, no no fan fan, fan uh, uh, um, what is that? I think that site is uh, yeah I think it's a uh, fan I think that site is uh, fan fanfiction dot net I think is um, oh yeah there there there's all there is uh, you, you just type in Harry Potter fan fiction on the Google, and you will find you will you'll, you'll have more than you'll you'd never know ever could read in a <laughs> lifetime. But I I, I, I got to say I, I I'm I'm definitely enjoying Harry Potter fan fiction. It was very funny because I had read I had read quite a bit of it uh, over the past few weeks, and a, and a few days ago I was going to say, all right, I've been reading enough of this, I'm going to stop it. Then all of a sudden, I find one. Wait a second. Let me check this one out. So, so I'm in. The, I'm, I might be reading a little bit more of it, but uh, I need to stop reading it because I'm reading more of it now than I usually do. But really quick, everybody. Speaking of Harry Potter, uh, the uh, uh, the others are in process. We are eventually going to have all seven of the Harry Potter books commercially read by Jim Dale available on Bard. Um, we we now have. The Sorcerer's oh, Stone, cool. Prisoner of Azkaban, and on the Half-Blood Prince. But uh, I do know for sure that <laughs> Goblet of Fire, Order of Phoenix, those are in process. I haven't How looked. Could at they skip from like three to six. Well, here's the thing: they're not skipping them, Julia. It just depends on what's how they're becoming how they're becoming getting digitized and ready. And I got to say, guys, we are very, very lucky that we could get them or if, no, for that matter audible is very lucky to get them because it took it took audible until until about sometime last year or so till they were available in from audible even because well, i had them reason, all on audible yeah well well but yeah but i'm just saying that audible that it was, t- it was until quite until a little until you know like I said about a year ago, that audible even had them in the first place because for some reason it took audible years and the only reason Audible got this is because they kept getting in all these emails from people saying, "We want the books. We want the books. We want the books." And and it took them. They had to, they had to, they had to make a deal with uh, with Pottermore, which has to do with the J.K. Rowling's stuff that, that they were able to be available in the first place. So it's nice that it's nice that uh, we're getting them via Bard for those that do not want or do not want to use Audible. Um, but. Uh, a quick recommendation of a book since it is, since it is Halloween coming up uh, a week from tomorrow, I believe. Um, I got to recommend a great a great Halloween book. I, I got it. It's a classic, but I love it. Got to recommend uh, Dracula. Dracula, the best vampire book ever written. I think written by Bram Stoker, eighteen ninety seven. I believe was the uh, copyright date of, uh, of that book. There is a sequel to Dracula, ri- written by Dacre Stoker, which is Bram Stoker's great great nephew. Which is which is available on Bard if anyone would like to check it out. But uh, I got to put another plug. Another great vampire book has got to be. I love it. Salem's Lot by Stephen King. Awesome, awesome vampire book. I mean, St- St- Stephen King writes real vampires. None of this stupid. None of the stupid sparkly crap like the Twilight <laughs> junk. Yeah. I don't, how, I don't know how people can read that. Tra- those there's. Those books have no plot whatsoever. They're just stupid. I don't know how people can. I don't know how people read. Uh, years ago, I read that series. 
just because they were popular. I read the whole entire series. The first <laughs> book was the first book was so bad. I thought, oh my gosh, this is crap. I thought the second book has got to be. <laughs> I thought this. I thought that it has to get better. I thought it was so bad. I'm like, there's no way it could be. It could be just as bad in this first book. Oh no, I, I did. I read the whole series, and um, that's the series that I wasted hours of my life, and I'll never get back. And it's just, it's that. It, I, I am a huge un-Twilight fan, but I just had to put a plug in for Harry Potter fan fiction for uh, Dracula and Salem's Lot, both great vampire novels for the Halloween uh, stuff. So that's what I got to say. Well, I have, an, I have a favorite vampire book, too, but it's so totally not like either one of those that it's not even funny. The name of it is The Vampire Tapestry. And do not ask me who the author is because it's been so long since I read it. I don't even remember. But it's – it was actually an extraordinary book for me. And it's about a vampire, but it's not – he's – you know, he's a predator. But it's not – it's just sort of – it's just fascinating because I never – when I read it, I'd never read anything that was anything but, well, like Dracula, which I do like. I think it was a very good book. But um, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's old. I read it on a cassette. Oh, well, that's how old. Yeah. But it's just really good. It's called The Vampire Tapestry. And there's a scene where he goes where they are at an opera in Santa Fe, I think. And it's, um, I can't think of the name of the, of the opera, but it's the one where the, um, the woman, there's a woman who is, um, she has a lover, and a lover has been captured, and it's, I think it's set in Spain, but maybe not. And she ends up like committing suicide, and the guy gets ki- the guy gets killed, and she commits suicide. So it's really, you know, this all this super high drama, high intensity stuff, and that is set against this guy who's a vampire being at this opera and it sort of stirs up all this stuff for him. It's just, there's just some really extraordinary um, parts of that book that are really good. So anyway, not very Halloween, I guess you would say, but still an incredible vampire book. Now I'm thinking of another book, but I can't remember been a long time. I know the author is Deborah Harkness, and there's a trilogy, and the first one is really long. I think we read it several years ago for a fantasy group. Um, I think it has the word witch in it. I think the second one is called, like, Shadow of Night or something. And that has a, that series has a, the vampire is one of the main characters. And they go back in time. Uh-oh. I was thinking of going back in time and reading the original Frankenstein. Oh, yeah, that was a good book. Hmm. I had to read that in college. What was that? I couldn't quite hear it. 
Uh, Marshall said he was thinking of going uh, back and reading Frankenstein. Oh, if a Frankenstein is good. Sorry about that. <laughs> I moved the microphone up away from my mouth. Well, I'm going to go. Hello? I'm going to head from the barn. Okay, Marshall. Oh, my God. And we'll talk to you guys next month. Oh, no. He never cared anything. Oh, dear. What? What? What happened to Phoebe? Oh, I forgot about her. She was here. Yeah, yeah, I'm. You know, I heard somebody hang up. No, she's still here. Oh my gosh! Oh, Oops. that's bad. Baby. Oh yes. Um, I can share my book real quick. It's uh, it's called Ghost Talkers by Mary Robinette Towall, and uh, she also narrates it. And I think she is actually a professional narrator, so. It's not bad, uh, the narration. Anyway, it's about, it takes place during World War One, and um, it's, it's almost like historical fiction, except for um, there's just one fantastic thing, which is the British Army has figured out that they can use mediums to communicate with the ghosts of dead soldiers. And so, yeah, anytime one of their uh, soldiers dies um, across enemy lines, they basically turn into a spy. Um, But, of course, the ghost starts to fade immediately, and it can only last for, um, you know, a certain amount of time. And so um, what happened, the book follows one of the mediums, and um, her fiancé is... A soldier, and um, well, then one of uh, one day a ghost comes back and tells the mediums that he was actually killed by someone wearing a British uniform, and so they figure out that there is a uh, German spy in their camp, and so the story is them trying to um, track track him down. So that's. Basically, yeah. I read that one and enjoyed it immensely. Cool. Yeah, that does sound fascinating. Anyway, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Okay, yeah, good night.